When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now, you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Meta Show. Today is November the 18th, 2023. Looky what we have here. <laughs> Hello, Hello the everyone. Look what, what the, the cat dragged in. By right. cat, I mean brisk ball. You know, it's it's funny. Like when 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 you think about all the different things that have happened in this game over the last twenty years, and how much of it this man has been involved in, it's it's <laughs> kind of one of these things where we just wanted to bring him back, especially when there's crazy stuff happening all over the place this week, to talk about all the historical crazy meta plays we've seen. And how this one fits into it. So, hi, Mittens. Welcome hi back guys. to the Meta Show. I, I, I hear there's been some fuckery. And uh, I, I'm sort of, you know, in, in my new role is, I, I guess, a, a, a turning up as a talking head to talk about past fuckery. I, I feel almost as if uh, I, I did watch, not last week's show, but the one before I saw a recording of you guys interviewing um, the Down the Rabbit Hole guy. And yep. I thought that was wonderful. And, you know, it is, it really does kind of make you go, my God, I've played a lot of EVE online. <laughs> what do you see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you're like, okay, here's, here's, I got to watch six hours. And it was wonderful. It was absolutely amazing. Like, you know, just uh, probably one of the, one of the best uh, pieces of let's try to explain EVE stuff that's there. But, uh, you know, one of the things that is nice is that there is this long tradition of, of fuckery and things like, uh, you know, Istvan and Tirax and the things that we have done. And then this most recent, uh, you know, heist that Jay has pulled off. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I, I want to warn everybody. Uh, when I said I was going to wander away to go, like, touch grass and stuff, I've mainly been touching grass, like looking at birds. Ooh, there's swans. Ooh, aren't It was swans talking about pretty? birds right before this. Yeah, I was literally, like, <laughs> sipping was not a bit. <laughs> and watching the goldfinches and, you know, the lake and all that. So I'm not completely plugged into everything that's happening in EVE, but I'm I'm here to, to sort of bloviate as required and talk about historical things. Uh, and, yeah, it should be fun. It's good to be back, and I'm glad that everybody's out there and blowing shit up and having a good time. And I'm glad you're back, too, because I think from a historical perspective, there is nobody who knows the EVE meta play of grabbing everything you can and then waltzing out than you do since you have orchestrated <laughs> so many of them in the past. But before we even get to this stuff, before we even get to this stuff of this week, there's so much other thing, so many other things, so much other shit happening in Eve that we have to go and talk about this first. And I have to say, I was reading a lot of, of historical stuff about Eve and bad things that have happened in the past to the Goon Swarm Federation. And every time something really crazy bad has happened, we've had to rebuild from the bottom up. And there was talk about how, when we'll talk about this with Mittens when we get to that point of the show, but when Cartoon disbanded the original Goon Swarm, they couldn't fit 30 guys in a fleet. 
<laughs> well, that was what I inherited. <laughs> right. Wild. That's what he. That's what Men's was inherited. Had that's to rebuild. That's had to start with starting insane. small on the map. <laughs> Three days since Jay left and took everything that he could get and tried to destroy the clone bay and and one DQ. Look at this. We have a major, major fight in Clown Ring today. Why we're fighting in Clown Ring, I don't even know. Because God knows no one wants to live there except Seventh Thank them. And as far as I'm concerned, they can have it. Goddamn. But Horde dropped a Fortizar in WTAC 4. This battle report is still being formed because the guys are still on, on grid. We're winning... Not just we not not only has the Fortizar that they dropped died before it could online, we're still on the grid, still killing things. The ISK numbers are very much in our favor, and I want you to point. I want to point this out to you. Horde, five fifty six fraternity one sixty nine in at five oh seven goon swarm federation six hundred and four. Look at this, Dracaris one forty eight, Brave one forty five, Sigma seventy one. In its new crew, 47. I don't know why Snuffed Out is on our side on this list. That's pretty funny. Anyway, the bottom line is four days after one of the biggest heists in the, heists in the history of Goon Swarm, where a well-liked, nay, I may even say beloved member, switched, switched sides, ran to PL, and took everything that he could. Our morale has not changed. We are killing structures in crazy tough tie-dye fights. And we have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in fleet out there fighting. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I saw, actually, I know I saw Jay out there in a nightmare. And where is, where is my picture? Yep. Yep. Jay was on the field in a nightmare in this fight. Wow. And I think we killed him. Brutal. I'm pretty sure he's dead. So when it comes down to it, I have to say I'm very, very proud of everybody in this crazy little group we've got because we went out there, busted our asses, didn't let this pretty significant heist deaden our joy of hanging out together, reduce the amount of time we want to spend together, or otherwise... Stop us from doing what we do, which is bashing structures. We do that very well. Any event. So congrats to the guys. I know many of you are still out there on the grid. Many of you are still out there on the field. We are waiting for Asher's uh, fireside, which has not happened yet. The bottom line is no matter what happens in the game, the game goes on. And for those of you who are out there today, including me, I died very quickly. I was, I was rather pleased with the way that this went. Mark, does this surprise you after what happened this week that we were able to put three plus full fleets in the field and kick Horde's ass? Listen, listen, I am proud of my distinction as an unbiased, neutral, uh, uh, very objective third party. And, you know, when, when things, when these kind of things happen in the null space, uh, out in the null area, uh, oftentimes for, for me and my people on our lofty ivory tower, it just, these, this news, the rabble, they just, it all just kind of passes over us. And we, 
we tend not to 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 put too much consideration into it. But when I heard the other day, when I woke up and I saw on the front page of Bob's Blessed R Eve that a rat fuckery, a rat fuckery of the highest degree had occurred uh in Eve Online, of course I needed to do some more investigation myself. And I spoke to some people. I spoke to uh, Asher Elias. I spoke to my very good friend, Kazanir. I spoke to you. And I'll tell you, at the time, the mood was grim. It was very grim, Brisk. And, you know, it, and I've said this, and I'm going to say this more later on. And uh, I'm, I'm so glad we have you here, Mr. Eve Icon, Mr. Named <laughs> More, perhaps, than Hilmar during the video. Uh, it's a little weird. It was, it was strange, was strange, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, to, to talk about this because it, it is difficult in these trying times to find something, you know, when when the game is as 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 kind of deadlocked as it has been, when 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 people are seeing new avenues of experiences in low sec and in wormhole space and elsewhere, um, it can be trying. I think for groups to find a a common cause to really rally around to really to really um you know to to just get their their, their fingers into and i i think that the goon leadership should be thinking mr amazingness because if there has ever been a stronger rally around the flagpole that i have seen uh i have not seen it uh i i said that wrong regardless i think that it is impressive um that the and you can see it the day one day one obviously full of the jeering and the screeching from uh the other guys which is fair honestly fair reasonable uh get your licks in while you can but almost immediately the goon damage control team swung in to action swung into action and the mm-hmm. pr came in and all the little goons suddenly perked up out of their goon holes and went to work mitigating the damage so yes it is unfortunate what happened brisk rat fuckery rat fuckery it's a thing cannot go unpunished but it's a thing we know the this. goon leadership should be thinking should be thinking jay amazingness for giving the goons a proper enemy they have given the goons a right now. He has run back to perhaps the <laughs> the geriatric old man of of Eve Online. Uh, to you mean the small uh, one? They're just the yes. small one, right? Yeah, small just one. The small one. They're just the small uh, one. And we'll see how well that goes. But uh, I'm not. I would say I'm not surprised after watching the. You know, I I know very little about goon culture. I have not been involved in goon business. You know, I I I you know we, I talk to you. I talk to the the guys who are on the CSM. But outside of that, I, I don't know too much about goonhood. Um, but watching the video a couple weeks ago and then seeing how people have kind of responded this last week has been eye-opening. So that's what I've got. So, it's been right, pretty so let, me just, let me just address some of the, one of the, at least one of the comments in the chat here. So there was a, a, the statement was made that is 600 in fleet in an alliance the size of goons a show of resilience or is it a sign they have terrible numbers you let the spin decide for you well hey oh my god well hey listen if you have more numbers than the other guys you have good numbers what well, the fuck is so hard I to checked, understand about that and if you look at the Holy battle shit. report if you look at the battle report there were about i don't know 500 or so horde people yeah. look at how many horde members there are 
Yeah, wow, 3,800. Is the fact that Horde was only able to get 5,550 people in fleet to defend a structure they were dropping in space that we don't control, is that a sign that they have terrible numbers? You let the spin decide for you. I'm just saying. (laughs) Let the spin decide. Anyway, hey, speaking back, of numbers, speaking well, of numbers, Bristol, speaking of numbers, yes, we can talk please. about the next thing. Please talk about it. I will pull yeah. it up on the screen right now because it's pretty cool. Everybody, check this out. I don't know if you've seen this yet. We nearly hit thirty-seven thousand today. Thirty-seven thousand. I don't know if any of you remember. Some of you probably don't because you weren't there. But at this point, last there was one point, not this point, just a couple of weeks before this point last year. We were lucky if U.S. time zone got over 12,000. One night it hit 10. That was bad, like really bad, like concerningly bad. So for us to have recovered this way, one big shout out, of course, obviously, to CCP for doing the work to make Havoc uh, as interesting as it is. Um, You know, there's a lot I'm sure that we're still going to see, but we cannot deny that they have been pushing things that people at least on face value seem to want. Uh, But a perhaps bigger shout out to all of the content creators, all of the coalition leaders, all of the Alliance leaders, all of the FCs, all of the line members who have been logging in for your fleets to do stuff and keep Eve online alive. That is why the numbers are up as well as they have. That's why the content has been so good. And, that's why we're able to do this. We've got we've got eleven hundred in uh, watching the show now. Briscoe, wasn't that long ago? We had a hard time hitting two, three hundred. I know, in this, right? In the show, it's I crazy, know. crazy. Now, let me tell you, okay. Let me tell you something. First of all, one, I am not going to give CCP a hard time. I'm going to give him a hard time in about in about mm. thirty seconds. But I'm going <laughs> to say the the Havoc expansion seems to have been pretty popular. Folks like this. They are enjoying what they're doing. And people are, I mean, Faction Warfare and the Pirate Faction stuff now and Zarzak, it seems like that's where the action is. People are excited. They are back and they're playing. Okay. But I will say all of this happened not in in, in a vacuum. Because mm. I think, frankly, the numbers are not just because of the expansion. The numbers are, I mean, probably the biggest part of the numbers is every time they do an expansion now, they're doing seven days of free Omega, which I think gets a lot of people to try the game and try it the full way. So having free Omega is huge. And then two, as Mittens was mentioning to us before, and I don't know if we were live or yet, but we were talking about the show that we did two weeks ago with Frederick Knudsen of Down the Rabbit Hole. That video has two and a half million hits in four, in like less than a week, (laughs) in like a week or two. Okay, it's not even a month old. There are, and I've seen a ton of people say, hey, I wanted to try this game because I saw the down the rabbit hole. That, coupled with the free Omega, coupled with the expansion, and now stuff happening in the game, has got everybody back here. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, and I'm very pleased with it. Now, that being said, that being said, we can't have an expansion without at least a little bit of controversy and there were two controversial things that happened during the expansion this week. The first one, I'm going to let Mark talk a little bit about because it was a bit of of a controversy, but I don't think it was that big a deal. It was a big a deal for older players. And yeah. that was the latest thing that they're selling in the New Eden store, which is a bunch of Geno skins. But in addition, they are selling 
the Geno AU79 oral implant. This is the this was the special edition from the 10th anniversary edition. That is what they did 10 years ago when they did the 10th anniversary edition. It was supposed to be only for that 10th edition forever, but they're selling it now. And some people are really pissed because those pods were going for 30 plus billion isk, and now they're down to seven because that's how much the thing costs. And Mittens, I think you'll appreciate this. Guess how much they're charging for this pack that includes this golden implant they were never supposed to give away. Is it is it seventy dollars? Is it it's seventy dollars? It is seventy dollars. This is not uh, listen. Wow. That is you know yeah. why they did that. You yeah. know why they did that. Okay. 100%. I mean, come on. So here's 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 the thing about this. I want to first say that I sympathize with people who had market orders open uh, and got uh, clowned effectively uh, by this. I, I get it. If you weren't fast enough, that's rough. I want to. I just want you to know that I see you and your billions and billions of isk, and I want you to know that I feel bad for you. Uh, that being said, I. I've seen a lot of arguments about this, about how this was oh should have been just a one-time thing. Are they are they going to reintroduce the Raven State issue now? Are they going to they're going to crack open all the old AT ships now and just start selling those too? I I cannot find it within myself to give a shit about CCP doing the one thing we've been asking them to do for ages, which is sell aesthetics. We've been saying it on repeat for at least the last three years uh we ad nauseum almost we've been saying please of all the things you could potentially sell us you could sell us all kinds of stuff you could sell us uh, you know ship skins you could scale, sell us fucking cat ears you can sell us fucking holograms whatever you need to do sell us stuff that looks stuff look like sell us stuff and this i want to be clear i think the pack is overpriced don't get me wrong. T. Amber's skins are it's great. It's a meme. You know why it's the guy I know it's a, it's a meme. I get that. I get that. That's fine. What I'm saying is, if you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. It's not a big deal. Like, it's fine. This isn't golden ammo. It's not golden ammo. It's not It's not uh, AT uh, ships. A, a special booster. It's not AT ships. It's a fucking pod, man. And yeah, I get it. Oh, 10 years ago, they said it was going to be exclusive. Well, listen, 10 years ago was a different world, baby. Like that was that was twenty. Uh, what is what, what is it now? Twenty twenty three. That was twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. I was only a couple years out of uh, out of out of college. That was yeah, listen. That was a different world we lived in back then. All right, the world we're living in now, nothing sacred, man. I don't know what else to tell you. It just is what it is. So like the fact that they are selling us aesthetics and they are selling it at a at a high value, I don't give a flying fuck about that. I don't. I can't. I can't. And people are gonna come to uh, CSM and be like, oh, you got to tell them. This isn't fair. My value, my assets have lost values, bro. I don't give a fuck. I, I cannot tell you. I, I just don't. It's, it's, it is, this is the thing we want them to do. Sell us skins, sell us implant, like, like mods for the faces, sell us uh, shirts and hairstyles and everything else, because that stuff is inoffensive and doesn't break the game. I don't care how much they charge for it. If you don't want to buy it, don't buy it. But like, I can tell you this, that somebody is going to buy it and then I'm going to buy it from them with plex or with isk in in the game because i want some of those skins that praxis skin is pretty fucking fresh i wish the green was a little bit more green but it's not too bad so like 
oh, okay, yeah, this sucks. Oh, they're selling the pod again. Give me a fucking break. Like, find something else to complain okay. about. There's so many things this company does that you could that you could complain about. Find I something got something else. to complain about. Please go ahead. Okay, here we go. And this is the last thing we're gonna I'm gonna bitch about, and then we're gonna talk to Mittens because I don't want to have yeah. him sitting here as we bitch about shit that's going on right now because like, he doesn't care. Yeah. Listen, yeah. I fought for a, a year and a half to get the red dot fixed. That was a big fuck up. That was unnecessary. Here's the next one. Welcome to the new escape settings mm. menu in yeah. eve this is what it is what the fuck is all this blank space and that's not even the biggest i have a 47 inch screen okay yeah, yeah. all my stuff is in this little tiny corner right here and then in the bottom of this section of the fucking window over here is did you enjoy playing Eve Online today? No, mm -hmm. <laughs> because There's this one... menu sucks. This if menu you... is awful. Mm. I do not, and and the worst thing is, CSM. As far as I know, you guys were never told this was being changed. Is that right? No, nope, it just happens. Yeah. They didn't show. They didn't show anybody this stuff ahead of time. And frankly, hey. I don't see what it gets you. Oh well, it's supposed to be more like uh, you know whatever. What is? I mean, the only thing I can think of is going to happen is. You want to see this. some really cool risk? Go to the reset settings tab on the left. Uh, you'll get a kick out of this. Oh, yeah, your ad here. Very good. <laughs> that's about the only thing I can think of that they're going to do. And that's it. I, I don't have the thing. You don't have it pulled so up. I can't okay. Do it, but it's so like. I'll, I'll just tell you uh, if you go to the reset settings tab on the left side of that, you can see it on that screenshot. It gives you a list of different things where you can like reset to default. Uh, the list is too long for the window, and there is no scroll bar. So some You're of those things are just below the bottom of the screen and you cannot get to them. That's not a joke. Just can't do it. Uh, it's, it's really obnoxious here. I'll just, uh, I'll send you a screenshot real fast. This is, I, I, this is something that, I mean, I I've complained about it already because it's kind of a pain in the ass, but like, this is one of those things. CCP has done a lot of really good work recently with regards to um, their, some of their, <sighs> I know people will disagree with me. Some of their UI design, uh, I think Photon, uh, aside from the fact that some people complained about it a lot early on, Photon's really gone off without a hitch uh, for the most part. Um, I mean, I have not seen anybody who has any other complaints about it, especially since, you know, it has so many new options and new, new different things that you can do with it. But yeah, this one is a bad one. I don't know how you miss this up. I mean, this is just... The, you can see the settings extend below the uh, below the bar there. You can't click those. Tough nuts. Oh well. Anyway, yeah, pretty, CCP, pretty fix it. This is bullshit. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to move into the top story of our show. We're going to talk about what happened during the last week in regards to the Jay Amazingness situation. We're going to give you an update on that, and then we're going to talk about the history of one of the oldest and most famous meta plays in Eve Online, and that is the betrayal. On Tuesday morning, the day of the Havoc expansion release, three minutes or so before downtime, 
Jay Amazingness, who was one of the most storied FCs in the history of the Goons Form Federation. He was our military director. He was a Sky Marshal. He was one of the, the most trusted people in the Alliance. Helped win the war and was a producer on the Meta Show. Decided that he was going to, f- to follow in the footsteps of many famous goons in the past and say... Fuck goons, I'm out. He proceeded to grab everything he could out of Goon Waff's hangers, grab everything he could out of DJs because he had roles in DJs, which is the holding corp, the executor corp for the Goons Form Federation. There were seven members, seven people that had director roles in that corporation. He was one of them. And not only that, the biggest thing that he did the most impactful thing, at least from the from the membership perspective, was he offlined the market in 1DQ and he tried to offline the clone bay in 1DQ. Now, fortunately for us, the server gods that have screwed us over so many times in the past decided to shine down on us well today, that day, I should say. And there were so many clones as you can see, 52,670 jump clones in 1DQ. Because there were so many, the server could not process all of them before downtime hit. And only about 20 to 30% of all of the pods that were in 1DQ actually died. For example, I had, seven, I had 10 pods in 1DQ that had a variety of different implants in them. Three of them died. Seven of them lived, including my Titan pods and my other high-grade amulet pods and a couple other ones that were pro- I probably wouldn't have mind dying. Some of them died. Some people, all of them died. Some people, none of them died. Some people, a few. Some people didn't. The result was probably something in the range of one to two trillion isk or so worth of pods were destroyed when he offlined the, the, the clone bay in 1DQ. Now, why did he do it? Nobody knows. He hasn't said a word. Since that day, he has been completely radio silent in any public area. He has unfriended most of his friends, including me, including Mittens, including Merkel Chen, including Joe Painter, including a ton of people that have spent a lot of time talking to him and has not made any comments publicly about why he did it. So we can only speculate as to why he did it. And I personally don't particularly care to because we'll find out eventually if he so chooses to tell us what his reasoning was. But historically, we have seen this type of behavior in the past, and that's why we have Mittens here, because I want to talk about the history of betrayal in EVE. This is a, <laughs> a huge thing. It is what this game is known for, and we have been involved in so many of these different types of, of betrayals that I just want to try to put this one in perspective. So, Mittens, talk a little bit about your experience with people flipping and going to the bad guys from being in our group or you being involved in doing other stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, first of all, I want to make it clear. I'm not going to throw any shade towards Jay or anyone who's involved in anything active currently in Eve, right? Like I'm, I'm not playing the game. I'm, I'm legit off doing my own thing. So it'd be sort of rude to come back and be like, ah, Jay sucks for this. As everybody points out, this is one of the things that makes Eve interesting and different right like if if you look through most games this is like one of those things that you're allowed to do in eve online 
that you are either prevented from being able to do because of game mechanics and other games, uh, or because it will simply get you banned in more traditional like theme park in those. Um, and, and, you know, it, it sucks on the one hand, like it definitely sucks to like get that 4 a.m. phone call and like have to deal with a crisis. Uh, but kind of as you can see uh, from the fights today, it, it does get people in fleets. It does get people active and engaged. Um, and, and, you know, for me, that's the silver lining, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and for me, originally, uh, one of the things that kind of got me into Eve uh and I guess now that people have, you know, that Frederick Knudsen has done his thing and, and made that uh, wonderful documentary, uh, for me, it was hearing about Istvan Shigatsu uh, and Tirax Thork and the, the Guiding Hand Social Club. That was what I, my ears perked up and I was bored of World of Warcraft and I heard about that heist, which of course uh, was known originally as the Great Heist. Um, and then, but that was that was relatively small scale, right? We're talking early days of Eve, 2004 or something. I, I wasn't there. I just heard of it, and then I came on board. Um, some of the, the bigger ones, of course, uh, are, of course, what we did to Band of Brothers, right? With Hargoth Agmar, we got in there, and we, we disbanded the entire thing. Uh, but then what's good for the goose is good for the gander, right? A similar thing happened to Goonswarm in 2010. Uh, we were in the process of getting attacked by IT Alliance, which was Bob's respawn. Uh, we were in Delve. This is how the great whelp of Delve in February of 2010. And what had happened was, is that there was actually, uh, and this is what I would describe as like opportunistic betrayal, right? Or just when people are no longer feeling like that they're really sort of culturally in touch with the organization and the, whatever the organization is, and they're just like, fuck it, uh, you know, screw you guys, I'm going to go over here. Uh, mm -hmm. And what happened was, uh, this was this is the cartoon story. Now I, I might this was fuck this was this happened twenty ten literally thirteen years ago, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Thirteen years ago. So some of these details I'm gonna I'm gonna probably be uh, terrible at. Uh, but essentially, what had happened was uh, there was a uh, sovereignty billing oops, kind of like in BR five. There was a so <laughs> sovereignty billing oops that that Manny always sort of lied about happening. Uh, but it happened to us. We didn't pay the bills correctly, and suddenly overnight, all of our sov uh, was whelped. And this was not because of Cartoon himself, but this was because of our CFO at the time failed to uh, to basically he had gone AFK for a long period of time and wasn't aware that there are all these soft bills coming due and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Cartoon was AFK primarily when all this was happening. And then when we woke up and realized, oh, shit, it was his honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was on his honeymoon. Wonderful. This is great that there's a, a historical record for this. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, I, I would trust whatever is here rather than necessarily. This is Andrew Groen's book, by the way, Empires Perfect. of Eve. Number two, we'll talk about a little. I'm using the stuff that is quoted. So hopefully he doesn't get mad at us for putting this on the screen. Yeah. But this is stuff that what I have highlighted here was the exact conversation that Cartoon had with DJ and NAR back in the day when he woke mm -hmm. up and realized, oh, hey, we forgot to pay the sov. And now yeah. what we did to Bob did to us. And Bob's moving into NOL and stuff. And it's not good. Now, the, the thing is, and this is this is something that results in administrations toppling, is that, you know, when uh, when people found out about this, uh, you know, it was pretty, you know, goons were were furious. Right. Because essentially this was seen as a failure of the administration. Right. Uh, cartoon was AFK. I guess he was on his honeymoon. I'm not sure whether he really was or not. Maybe he was. I don't really know. I don't really care. Uh, but he had been sort of uh, distant. 
uh, and wasn't to engage in the game. And that, that happened, right? Because keep in mind, it's 2010. In 2009, in February 2009, that was when we disbanded Bob. We won the Great War. We did all of this stuff. And then kind of like at the end of Vietnam, kind of like at the end of any major close of a chapter, you know, people are like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put the mask down, right? Like my, uh, I, I once wrote this long think piece uh, called Masks and Cyber Purgatory, which was basically my sort of trying to describe what it is that draws people to EVE Online. And I, I think that if you have put on the mask of I'm playing this character, I'm doing this thing, blah, 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 uh, you know, you can eventually say, you know what, I don't want to wear this mask anymore. I'm going to, I'm going to take it off. I'm going to put it down. I'm going to walk away from it. Um, and I think that that's sort of what happened is people were yelling and screaming cartoon. He had been sort of disconnected from it. And then he kind of came back to everything on fire and people blaming him. And his attitude was basically, fuck you guys, I'm going home. Right. But not just leaving. It was, I'm going to smash everything on the way out. And I'm going to, uh, I think he ended up joining PL and ended up getting banned later on because of uh, some sort of like a sequel injection thing. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the sphere stuff, but I remember that cartoon was in sphere.exe. Yeah, it was a uh, cartoon did eventually cop a ban for uh, doing something shady. Um, but the but what, it was another sort of scenario like this. So here you've got somebody who's got maximum roles like this is the, the CEO of the organization. And if I remember correctly, during the time, it was really XTTZ who saved the day because essentially uh, what happened was as soon as cartoon started stealing thing, things, XTTZ, who was the leader of Goon Swarm's logistics division and also uh, infamous as the single best sovereignty warfare expert in terms of defensive and logistics, like that kind of stuff. Like nobody knows that stuff better than him. Uh, and so he was able to sort of run around and fight this rearguard action with the rest of GSOL. Everybody's just trying to secure assets and do whatever you can. Uh, we had to make uh, a shitty alliance called uh, Solo Dracban, Solo Dracban, Solo Drac. You know, Solo. We we cut off with the Solo, mm -hmm. but we filled up the character limit with that. Um, it was a shit Solo show. Solo Dracban was, was for those of you who are not aware. Solo Dracban was the. Uh, admin, admin on the forums and on all of the back end stuff. And he was the only guy that who had like really could have fucked everybody really good if he decided to go. But we're like, yeah. the only one we trust now is solo drag band. So there you go. So we had to flee. Uh, I was uh, Darius Johnson was about to go work for CCP. And I at the time, uh, I had only been CEO once before because remedial had made me CEO as the fall guy uh, back in like 2007. And I was terrible at it. And I quit pretty soon after. Uh, and it was a shit show. And I was like, I don't want, you know, but I'm like, okay, well, we got, we need a leader. Cartoon just blew our shit up. So there I am. I'm trying to ring up Darius Johnson to get him to come back. And he agreed to come back, but just for a short period of time, because he was literally going to go work for CCP. Um, so this is how we went from being established in Delve to ended up in Syndicate uh, and then in Curse, because we moved, made, made a couple of moves pretty rapidly, which I wasn't necessarily a fan of. I, I ended up having this thing where I didn't like us moving staging areas more than once every three months, unless you absolutely had to, just because there's an organizational burn factor that comes from that. But no, we were, we were basically like cast into the winds as refugees, where we ended up with, again, in Curse, we were staged in XX9, and we had just 30 people in fleet. And it was just like the dead enders and the lost and the damned. We we're like, what are we, what are we going to do to try to, if we don't try to do something to build this thing back up, uh, it's dead. So that's how I ended up taking over because uh, there's nobody left and then breathing life back into things and curse. But back to the betrayal, the more relevant bit. Uh, the cartoon, that's one of the reasons why like, I can't be too mad at Jay. 
I, I don't know his reasons. Maybe he was just bored. Maybe he had issues with the administration. Whatever the reasons are, whatever. It, it's not mine to, to get into. But and I don't think we're ever really going to know, to be honest. Yeah, but, whatever he well, says you know, he now say, is going to be... It's 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 days after it's not contemporary it's filtered. anymore. Yeah, it's, it's filtered, it's, and it's going to come. It, it, there's going to be a lot of well, here's why I did it, and we're yeah. going to be like okay. But even then, as you were saying, cartoon. Let me actually let me pull this up. I want to show everybody because cartoon posted after he did what he did this long manifesto on something awful, talking about why he did what he did, and I wouldn't be surprised if we hear a lot of what he said here being repeated in whenever Jada decides to get around to telling us what he did. But he, he writes, cartoon wrote, so I've been looking a lot over the past month at Goon Swarm and the goons and the puppies that reside in the Alliance. The majority of goons, for the most part, are disinterested in EVE Online at this point with good reason. I've been looking at our post-Dominion strategy and strategically speaking, things are easily winnable. The problem is we'll have to pack goons with exponentially more puppies and negotiate standings with people I would rather never have to deal with in order to achieve this. So he goes on, so few real goons actually play this game anymore in comparison to the number of members required to hold space. So I'm doing the best thing I think I can do for the game that is euthanasia. <laughs> and then he says, no I've already kicked Scotsman. every corp out. Yeah, exactly. I've already kicked out every single corp in Goon Swarm. I've removed all our standings with everybody. Feel free to spend the next few days blowing everyone up or whatever. Additionally, I've said Goon Fleet into destruct, self-destruct mode. TLDR, fuck puppies, fuck Eve, and fuck goons. That has become a rallying cry for almost every single betrayer that does this type of stuff and then leaves. And essentially what Cartoon was saying here, and I think... Well, I would be very, very surprised if we did not hear exactly the same thing from Jay when he gets around to telling us why he did it. If he ever does, it'll be something along the lines of, this isn't the goon swarm I remember. Mm. And that's probably true. <laughs> because it is. group has changed quite a bit some from the old days. Yeah, you know, th that is generally like, th this is one of the reasons why, you know, you just have, um, this is sort of like a, a social network network sciences ta tangent here but this is one of the reasons why if you have players that are no longer playing together actively if you have like if i came back to eve which i am not doing uh if i came back to eve and i was like like i have adventures and space games to talk about but it's the wrong space game it's i've got star <laughs> citizen adventures now he's a star citizen guy now nobody cares about that shit so whatever we'll leave that lie uh but the the thing about eve is um if somebody comes back, even if they've been away for a long period of time, especially if they've been away for a long period of time, you you, you know you don't give them the the keys to the crown jewels, right? Like that that's one of those things. Apparently, I don't understand all the fact patterns. I do know that Jay came back relatively recently to activity, uh, was given executor roles pretty quickly, and you know you got to find out who you know if somebody's going to come back, you got to at least find out who they're hanging out with. Like you know, oh you're you're associating with the the leadest ops guys or whatever. You do your do your basic research. Because if like it's like with a with a company culture, right? Like you can essentially tell whether someone is going to leave an organization, or there's hints of about that somebody's going to leave an organization if they're not engaging with it, right? Like if they're if they're not actively talking to everybody in the same way they were before for a period of time or whatever. Now maybe Jay, I don't know, maybe Jay played it really smooth and he came in and you know silver tongued everybody and did a ton of work, or whatever. But you know, generally, if somebody is away from a long period of time, you want to at least see whether they're going to engage for six months before you hand them the keys to the castle. Uh, it doesn't matter who they are. Like, I, I shouldn't be given roles if I was suddenly back and being like, hey, guys, you know, whatever. Um, 
at least not the 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 very highest keys to the castle because this happens right and it's not it's not specific to jay it's you know like what another good example of this is what happened with the judge and co2 though that was more of more of a classic example of a scenario where you had uh one individual who is being uh relied upon by the leader to do like everything and the, and the judge was mainly just done with gigax and being uh put into the position that he was in uh, if I remember correctly there. So, um, it, you know, it looks like a boredom strike. It, it looks like, you know, maybe we just take what Jay said at a face value. What little he said, from what I understand, is that he's got uh, a post or a, a bio about somebody needs to play the villain, uh, which after a certain point, like if he wanted to really fuck over Goonswarm, he could have done way worse with with dj's role 100 like, like he could have flipped the keystar he could have done yeah. a ton, there's, there is a ton of stuff worse. that he could have done that he I mean, didn't he do you know if he and, had and if, dj's owns the structure right yeah yeah that's what i mean he, he could have he could have transferred the structure it yeah, would have cost him nothing he could have flipped the structure he could have given it to yeah. to, to to pl i mean here's mm -hmm. the thing i you know again we're we can speculate all we want as to why he did it where until he comes out and says why he did it, we really don't know. And frankly, and I, I'm of the opinion that anything he says after the fact is probably going to be suspect anyway because he's had a week to figure out what the story is. This could have simply been waking up or getting drunk and hanging out. He was hanging out in, in with with his with his boys uh, uh, that he likes over in PL or whoever and just decided, hey, you know what? Watch, Hey, guys, watch what I can do. And uh -huh. then he just decided to push the button. You know, it, it's... It could be as simple as that. And now I got into a long discussion with somebody on, on Reddit about the differences between motivation, which is before the fact, and mm. reasons, which are after the fact, and how reasons after the fact often are pretextual. They are they are designed to mitigate culpability or find some way to, to make it seem like you were the wronged party and that you were mm. doing this for a high-minded reason, when in reality you probably really didn't even know what you're doing because humans are not rational people. We're not rational human beings. There's no such thing as a rational human. We all do stupid things and make decisions that are not in our best interest that have no logic behind them. And I assume that that's kind of what happened with Jay. And yes, this this is true lawyer talk, and I can see Mitten's eyes glossing over because he knows you know, when I say well, things like I, mitigation and culpability and pretext, yeah, you know where I'm going with that shit, right? I'm trying to not go off on a, you know, there, there's a, a Stanford uh professor that I'm, I'm a fan of named Robert Sapolsky who wrote a book called uh, Behave and he recently came up with a new book which I haven't read but it's basically he's a hard determinist and talks about how you know humans think that we have free will but in reality there's no like independent first cause anywhere if you go looking for it and yep. so yeah there you I go. read I haven't read the book yet but I knew it came out and I read some stuff talking about it because for me the idea that there's no such thing as free will scares so much scares the living shit out of me that yeah th there it is you got it so literally it right here this is this is he's got so, the thing about it that's super this guy's cool a good he's a good writer he knows his stuff yep anyway um but yeah the uh, it's good to see the activity right like you know it, it's that this is this is one of the challenges of eve is is that when there are fallow periods and this is you know under the category of sort of relaxing like retired space emperor things is that you know sometimes there's nothing happening in the game and you just gotta you know it's essentially like being i mean i'm not a professional wrestler but a lot of the kind of things that i would do on the meta show would essentially be cribbed from professional wrestling it's mcmahon right? uh, essentially vince mcmahon or or whatever uh or rick flair or whoever because essentially the idea is what are you going to do to entertain people to blow up the spaceships in a different way? Well, the betrayal, yeah. the metagaming, all of these things, you know, it's, it's, it's at least it's something 
active happening, uh, which, you know, gets people fired up. And, and that's great. And it's also very relaxing not to have to do that anymore. Thank uh, God. I didn't. <laughs> right. You bring up a compelling point. And there was there was I, I mentioned, I think, to, this to you earlier in the week, Brisk. There's there is I have an anecdote, a wormhole anecdote about betrayals. Uh, and speaking of, of activity and, and how it spurns activity, many years ago, there existed a group in Wormhole Space called the Mighty Beans, and it was among one of the worst groups that has ever existed. Uh, but they were proud of themselves and they were obnoxious and they were, you know, the way that they were. Um, they had one director, his name was Townsfolk. Townsfolk was uh, a longtime member. He had been a director for a while. And at some point he got to feeling like he... Uh, was not being appreciated enough, felt like he was not being given uh, the proper uh, avenues to lead the group the way that he wanted to. So one day he wakes up, he pulls uh, a bunch of structure mods from their their faction fort in Wormhole Space. And later on the same day, the Wormhole Boogeyman of Inner Hell showed up and started an eviction. And they had no, uh, they had no defensive structures at that point. So... Uh, in the aftermath of that, because the Mighty Beans did end up getting evicted, the various members of that group, the group itself fell apart because, again, it was a very bad group. Uh, but the the members of that group went off into their different alliances and have since hunted this man to the ends of the earth, uh, spurning multiple different evictions, multiple different uh, log-off ops uh, in space, all because this one guy shit in their Cheerios one day. Uh, and they were not willing to let it go. So I agree with you that, well, rather, I, I think I agree with you that while it does suck, this kind of thing happens. And it sucks for Asher and sucks for anybody else who who felt like Jay was one of their true homies. Uh, it is perhaps a blessing in disguise because Eve was, you know, for some people, very boring before this. And uh, now it's a little bit less boring. Now, I, I have to say, the one thing I do, I do want to disagree with you a little bit, Mittens. If I was in charge of Goons and Jay had come to me and said, hey, I'm back, can I have my roles? I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, to me, the guy's been in the group for 10 years. He's done everything there is to do. If he had wanted to screw us over, he could have, and he could have done it at any other point, and it would have been as bad. This time, I don't think it was as bad as it was. I don't think it was a big deal. I can't blame Asher for any of that. I mean, if I if I'm going to blame anybody for what happened, it's going to be Jay, and that's that's to me is the bottom line. Whenever well, yeah, this I stuff mean, happens, you we always, can talk about you can it. Always but it's always quit Eve and just give your stuff away. Like yeah, I did, just right? like you, walk you away can, if you want to leave. This is a challenge. It, it, like this this is a real thing that you see a lot in a lot of dramas, and it, this was one of the reasons why I ended up quitting was I was looking at all of the 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 drama that was boiling up after the war, uh, and you know you can see this. This happened after the Great War as well. Uh, where a lot of people want to walk away from the game, like they've reached a point and they're 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 done with it, but they need a a, a, a bloody shirt. They need some sort of an incident or something to draw a line. They can't just go like, you know what, I'm done here. Here's my stuff. I'm out. You know, peace out. I'm going to go feed birds and look at swans or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and this is not unique to Goonsworm. This is a normal human thing that you see across the internet time and time again. So let me depersonalize anything involving my specific scenario. But like, you, this is a huge thing in MMO behavior. And it's a real challenge for anybody in any kind of a leadership position, uh, which is 
you know, you're not going to know necessarily because you're not telepathic when your best and brightest people are losing their faith in the organization because they're mm -hmm. not necessarily going to tell you. They're not going to tell you that they're sick of your shit if you're the boss guy. They're not going to tell you that. They're going to go like, okay, well, I'm not being listened to I'm mean, whatever. And it's just like a failure cascade. It's that slow process of people's identification going from I'm a member of the group, I'm a happy member of the group to I'm an individual in a group I'm not so sure I agree with to wait a second, what am I doing here? Actually, fuck you guys, right? Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of the thing is like, you can see that process and go like, you know, uh, and again, I'm not sure, I, don't, I can't really make any moral judgments about it one way or another. I'm not, like I said, I'm not gonna point fingers at, at Jay. This is a thing that happens is people will look around and they'll go, you know what, I need a bright line to draw under this. I can't just say I'm done and walk away. I gotta, I gotta blow something up or I need to be aggrieved at someone, right? Uh, and you know, people won't necessarily um, choose the thing, but they'll be like, that's the thing that made me so bad. And now I can quit with my head held high. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't quit Eve, Eve quit me. You know, exactly. Kind of exactly. Right. It's, it's the whole Cortez it's burned his ships it's kind normal. of thing. I, I don't want to play this game anymore, but I know because this game is like crack, it's going to drag me back in. So I have right. to find a way to make sure I can't come back. So I will piss off everybody that I ever liked and whoever mm -hmm. liked me and walk away. Or like, for example, like Noob Man, there's a wormhole reference for you, Mark. You know, oh, do something that you know you're going to get in trouble for, that you're never going to be able to hide, like leaking things off the CSM, and then get banned for life, and then you're done, and you never have to come back yeah. again. Right? I, I, I think it is, it is a, uh, it is, it is, I think you're right. It is a, it is a natural human reaction to want to, is, is, we're like cats, right? We want to bury our shit. And if we feel like we need to, you know, if we feel like we can't deal with something, we're just going to bury it as deep down as we can and hope that we, you know, we, we, we can't go back to that ever again. We can't dig the shit back up. Right. So, you know, whether it's that or whether it's because, um, you know, he felt like, oh, it's just not the same goons as it used to be, or, you know, any, any, any variety of different reasons. The, the, the fact of the matter is the, the, the deed is done. He did the thing. He, he commit a rat fuckery. And, you know, uh, he's resigned himself to some kind of legacy as a result of it. And whether that's good or bad, it's, uh, you know, people, people are complicated. We, you know, we contain multitudes. Yeah. So, I mean, the bottom line, like, look, this, this is another example. Like, this is that the, Eve loves this type of meta play. Oh, they okay. do. Eve loves it. Like, this is the type of thing that gets us news and there's already MMORPG articles about it. I'm sure there will be other stuff. I think the only reason why other groups have not written about what happened was because Jay hasn't talked to anybody. So, I mean, when it comes down to it, like this is, this is, there are a lot of silver linings to this happening. And to be bluntly honest, looking over everything that happened and everything that could have happened, this was not that big a deal in the overall scheme of things. When you look back mm. on, on a history of, of really bad betrayals. When you look at what happened, look what to we did Bob, to fucking Bob. <laughs> like yeah. when you look at what happened like, to Bob. When you look when you look at what happened yeah, to, the, to when Cartoon shut down. Because when you look at what happened to CO two, many groups will never recover from a massive betrayal from someone that was very well trusted. And this happened to us in a week. And so far, other than some money. We haven't really lost much. And I have to say one, one, one thing I want to say, and then we'll, we'll start wrapping up here because we're about on time. Wow. I saw 
something this week that really heartened me. And that was, again, an example of why I think goons are some of the best people in EVE Online. In the span of maybe five hours in Karma Fleet, a group I'm a director of, the largest group in Goons Forum, we raised almost 600 billion ISK to help cover the cost of lost amulet and Nirvana clones for all of our members. Merkel Chen gave 250. I gave, I think, 50 billion. A bunch of other folks gave enough money, and, he, and, and Merck matched whatever everybody else gave. So I think the total we ended up giving was something close to 280 billion, and then he matched it with another with another 250 or so. So we have managed to take care of all of our people. This was amazingly, amazingly fast. It was amazing how quickly everybody decided, you know what? I don't need this money. I'm going to help the guys that do. And went and came together and tried to make this right. And that's the type of thing that heartens me because every single time one of these things, types of things happens, I think it tends to bring out the best in the right people. And I think it did that this time. And I'm really proud of all the folks in Karma Fleet that banded together. And frankly, we got we got donations from folks outside Karma Fleet. We got donations from folks in Brave. We got donations from folks in Init. We got donations from other corporations and goons. You guys are all amazing. And I know we're not the only group that did that. I know Amok and ASCII, I believe, also did the same thing. Other groups are trying to find ways to mitigate the losses for their guys. And I'm just proud as hell of you guys. You didn't let this, you could have let this become a major thing and cause a lot of problems. But in reality today, we come back, we start out, and we kick some massive ass. But that's not all that's going on here. And I want to, Mittens, you're going to appreciate this. So it's not enough that this thing happens and the war end, the last war ends two weeks ago with a whimper. We're starting to see Pandemic Horde decide that they want to get a little frisky. And today was a perfect example of them trying to be a little frisky with dropping a Fortazar in WTAC4 in Clown Ring, which is now no longer there. Gobbins pinged out his strategic update. And essentially, their whole goal their whole goal for existing right now is to find ways to drag goons onto the battlefield and kill them in catch and in clown ring. This is what they're trying to do. This is all they've got. It's pretty amazing to me. And I'll say both of these regions have seen resistance to our initial pushes. So expect fights to be had like today. And if you're new, they're, they're staging in X-47, have all your doctrines, get ready to go. The bottom line is these guys, the, the Horde guys, are going to try to take advantage of what they may think is some discord within the Imperium to try to make some gains and maybe get some good fights or do whatever they want to do. But the reality is, as we demonstrated today, we still have some bite in us. And we still have some fight in us. And you can mm. bring all your guys that you want as much as you want. And we're still going to be there. And we're going to keep fighting. 
you know, maybe they'll be able to find our uh, our lost super capital fleet if they're if they're staging in ninety three pi. I mean, that's right. Uh, there you go. Uh, there you go. Final. Lost, in the, the words, <laughs> in the words, brisk of uh, my friend and and your friend and our friend, Kazanir in chat just a few seconds ago. Uh, if you get the giant anime anime sword straight through the back and it comes out of your chest, but you do not die, you usually gain power. That's what happens. Better words could not be spoken. Shout out to our boy Kaz. That's it. So obviously, like this week was a pretty significant week. There were a number. This was not the only betrayal that happened this week, by the way. I want to highlight another betrayal. Mm. Karma Fleet's favorite Lodgy anchor, Lorraine, was supposed to come on Rampage Incorporated last night. (laughs) <laughs> but in the year of our Lord, 2023 decided to tell us on the same night that he does not have a webcam and couldn't do the show because oh. there are people left on earth that don't have oh webcams God. in 2023. This to me, frankly, was an even bigger betrayal than what Jay did. I can't believe you did that, Lorraine. How dare you? Are we going to talk before we go? I know we're getting wrapped up here, but are we going to talk about the greatest betrayal? Go ahead. The greatest betrayal of the week, Brisk. Please tell me. Please tell me. The actual greatest betrayal of the week. The great cat betrayal of 2023. All right. This also happened last night on Rampage. Let me. Can we talk about the great cat betrayal? My cat is very large, and I wanted to show the stream how large he is. And I lunged for him when he was coming into my office. Do we and have I not we have, only fell out of my chair, I knocked the chair over at the same time. And everybody loved it. I'm not showing the clip. You can find it on Rampage. Here, I'll, I'm going to link it right here, everybody, in chat. Okay. If you look down, right. you can see you us, okay. right. the great cat betrayal. Just just Do take I a look. Take this? a moment. Okay, fine. You All don't right. have to link I'll, it if you don't I'll, want I'll to. Play I mean, it. I'll play it. You guys can watch. It's a, I just, you know, I just want people for to the see. Cat, and there goes the chair. Oh, there it is. Oh, man down. Cat falls over. Man down. There you go. I oh. fell down. I tried to I tried to get into some being gay on it. Uh, but I fell out of my chair. Ha 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 ha. Yes. <laughs> you know, you got up really fast though, you know, for uh Well, cuz it was I I was pretty close to the ground. I mean, look, oh, yeah. look at this. Yeah. Look, here watch it again. There it is. Watch. Okay. There. I'm watching. I wasn't okay. that far off the ground. That's true. Okay. That's true. I and you had you had your hands to, to really support a lot of that. Well, yeah, because I was grabbing the cat. Okay. He was right there. Uh, so anyway, the cat run off older than me. <laughs> right? Just it. <laughs> yes, a whole six months. Anyway, um, so that happened. That was the other betrayal that happened this week. So between betrayal. between Lorraine and the cat, and then the little thing that Jay did, we had a we had yeah, a rough yeah. week, at least in the Rubal house. <laughs> but I'm hard. telling you. It's 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 been worse before. It'll happen. I mean, that's the other thing about these types of things. Mittens, and I'll let you get the last word as we head out of here. This type of thing has happened before. It's going to happen again, right? Absolutely, no question. I mean, this is this is just part of Eve, right? And as long as there are opportunities, and as long as people have leadership disagreements, that is going to be reflected in people pointing pointing fingers, stealing stuff, wandering off like it's. That's it is what it is. It makes it interesting. People are fighting and that that's cool and good. Uh, but man, I got to tell you, I am so happy to not get the 4 a.m. phone calls. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> right, yeah, fucking bet. It's something I don't miss right after, <laughs> right. you know, a, a few is 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 enough. But uh, 
yeah, no, it, it, it is wild out there. Mark, any final words? I got nothing, man. I listen, if nothing else, we can say that Eve after 20 years still finds ways to be entertaining. So fuck it. It, is. it always will be. All right. Hell yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the meta show for November the 18th, 2023. I'm Brisker ball joined alongside Mark Resurrectus and our former co-host, the space emperor for the ages, the Matani joining us once again to talk about the history of Eve. Thank you for coming on the show. We appreciate it. You mittens. Thank you very Thanks much. For having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next time. For those of you who are in Australia and you are at Eve down under, I hope you guys are having a good time. We'll, we'll hear all the shenanigans uh, later this week. Thank you all for watching. We'll see you next time on the Meta Show, and you stay classy, New Eden.